It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to this, the third podcast in our 2018 e-commerce growth series. It's a pleasure, as it always is, to have you guys out there listening. So thank you. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the e-commerce master plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on e-commerce marketing. The 2018 e-commerce growth series is a set of hand-picked interviews to give you ideas and inspiration on how to grow your business in 2018. We'll be covering several of the key topics I believe you should be considering, including subscription that we're going to be talking about today and getting into some fascinating e-commerce businesses, just like the one we're going to be talking to today. So do let me know how you find it all. If this e-commerce growth series whets your appetite for really going for it in 2018, then make sure you're also signed up to our free e-commerce master plan virtual summit. It's packed with videos from experts covering lots of different ways to improve your business. Previous podcast guest Robert Boyle, hey Rob, hope all's well with you uh, as you're listening today and sorry for shocking you by reading out your name. Uh, Well, Rob had this to say about the summit. It is very rare to find so much amazing and useful e-commerce content in one place. And the best bit is that it's all free. You can jump in and out listening to the topics which are most relevant to you and your business. And having this resource open for a year means you can come back and watch again as many times as you like. I can't recommend this highly enough. And with such a wide and diverse range of subjects covered, you will definitely find some golden nuggets to help you grow your business. Couldn't put it better myself. So get immediate access at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit. Let me introduce you to today's special guest. John Butt was last on the show in episode 73 when he came on to talk about his multi-million pound B2B e-commerce business, Fire Protection Online. The business John's here to talk about today couldn't be more different. It's B2C, it has a much lower AOV, that's the average order value, it's a food product and it's a subscription business. So in 2017, John and his son Harvey launched Blue Coffee Box, a ground coffee discovery box. As we record this, they're just starting month four and on the cusp of their 100th subscriber, a big milestone for any business. Now, I'm really pleased to have a traditional e-commerce veteran um, on to discuss why subscription is a, is a route you might want to consider going down, because I know a lot of you out there are thinking of adding it to the mix in 2018. So I just had to include it in this January growth series. Hello, John. Hello. Enough about the veteran. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, I consider myself kind of a veteran, but I've actually, in my notes, I've got it traditional e-commerce veteran, because I'm not sure anyone can be a actually be traditional or veteran in e-commerce or can we actually funny enough yeah could you i don't know what's yeah interesting wait i think anyone who's been been around around. for 10 years (laughs) i think figure that kind of counts um so i've given our listeners a like a quite a quick overview of you and your businesses and where you are now obviously they can find out more about fire protection online by hitting episode 73 but could you give us a little overview of your experience prior to launching blue coffee box just a quick one um, yes. Yeah, so in the old days, taking you all the way back, I started as a door-to-door salesman selling fire extinguishers and, and ended up building a business, which I sold in 2003. And um, I think just that's probably the time broadband was coming yeah. along. And 2007, 
I started having done affiliate marketing and all the stuff people used to do back then. There was no social media to do back then, so I had to do other things. Um, and I started Fire Protection Online as a pure e-commerce thing, kind of like Amazon, obviously mm-hmm. a bit smaller. But uh, uh, and and that took off, did really well, and now I've got I don't know, like maybe thirteen staff or something. But we have our own warehouse. We have uh, it's our building. We ship everything next day, and we're the biggest online fire safety business in the UK. And um, and I have uh, what what I call e-missed it, so I'm hardly ever there. So uh, so I have staff who run it and management, um, and we do. Uh, this year we'll do I think nearly two and a half million, and and we do a few million quid every year. So it's it's pretty good. It's good fun. So you've kind of you've you've done. Ev- everything in the e-commerce sphere in terms of you've started it you've packed the boxes you've taken it to to seven figures you've automated it and now you get to enjoy being the owner as your team i added i added the products with no idea i (laughs) um i added uh, set up the credit card stuff um and and then used to run uh in down uh, at this little store in fact when i started i was actually living in france this was actually as a demo website i was going to just build uh or subcontract to have e-commerce sites built i was just building a, a sort of demo one a live working one and um and i still still building it <laughs> but it did okay but um uh so when i moved back to england got a little store so i used to do uh, all the sort of building of the website and it's an ongoing job as you know in the morning and then lunchtime dash down the road about 20 minutes away pack the boxes when the carrier guy came, um, send them off with him. He always had to wait and then go back to back to work and phone people who'd phone and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, everything. So given you've, you've taken one e-commerce business from scratch right the way through to to sitting in the ownership box, um, what what made you decide to jump back in at the beginning again and create Blue, Blue Box Coffee? Yeah, now you've put it like that. I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, but- was it just like that? Oh, this e-commerce thing's really easy. I only have to do it for an hour, for you know, for a couple of hours a week. So why not do another one? Yeah. But- well, it obviously wasn't that one. <laughs> so um, the it's it's a funny thing. I you probably suffer from this, and I'm, I'm sure lots of our listeners do. You get lots of ideas. You you know, you want to start a business. You think, oh, I could do that and that. Uh, and you almost have to teach yourself not to get excited about them. But on um i love coffee and on a flight i was in america somewhere mm. and i was in the magazine i read about someone who was on um, shark tank uh with a coffee subscription company and it's a very interesting story because it had a lot of the info about how it wasn't doing so well and then how it did better and all that kind of stuff and um and i thought we don't have a service like that in the uk and I remember mentioning it to my son, who also likes coffee, and who at the time was probably about sixteen or seventeen, and uh, and 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 that was it. And then earlier this year, we talked about how much it's going to cost him to go to university. You know, he's going to. This was before it was on the BBC, by the way, and we figured out it's going to come out with debts of fifty odd thousand quid. Um, yeah. And. He he went off and thought about that, and then the week later came back and said, "Remember that coffee company you talked about there? What, I want to start that." And and of course, I it's one of those things an opportunity to work with your son and mm-hmm. to have a partner who someone you can trust because I've never really had partners, uh, and so I thought, yeah, let's do this, and and kind of 
without the intention to build some mega, you know, multi-million pound business, but just something that could pay his way through uh, college. So, so, oh, so then, it's not an alternative yeah. to uni. It's a way of funding uni then. So that it's oh like- yeah, he's still going. He's uh, he so he is now. He just he just turned sixteen in October. So he's in his last year of school doing his A levels. Mm-hmm. So he'll go to uni this time next year. He'll be off in uni, and so between now and then, it has to be got to a point where um, he doesn't need to be doing much, and it pays some money. Excellent. So so that's quite cool, isn't it? So the aim for the business is to make fifty grand over the next three and a half years yeah he um so he has tuition fees those what they're nine and a half thousand quid a year but what never gets mentioned is that the accommodation is like seven thousand quid a year to be at university uh, yeah the fees are only the starting point aren't they oh yeah and and that's about buying food and so anything the business can contribute towards that means that he would come out without a millstone around his neck that's that's the plan it's kind of, it strikes me as kind of the millennial approach to, in my day, we worked in a pub, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like a totally different, exactly the same end goal, but taking it, taking the, uh, the destiny in your own hands, I suppose. It's very cool. Yeah, he, he's not sort of entrepreneurial. It's not something that runs in the family. There was no one in my family whatsoever. I had no one to turn to. And, and I'm, I'm sure his mum has a go at him every day about, um, about how is is his homework suffering, etc. Uh, but uh, but it's it's something that I wouldn't have thought he wanted to do. But if he does, then I'm going to support it. And good luck to him. Excellent. Well, look, let's quickly describe the business as it is right now, and then we'll get into some of the things you've been up to in the last few months. So um, you're in the UK. Do you sell only to the UK? Yes, one one of the USPs is that our coffee. We we don't roast the coffee. We use the uh, specialist roasters um, um, from the top twenty roasters in the country, and mm-hmm. uh, we get it delivered every single Monday. And so we try to get it to our customers within seven days of roasting. And so uh, and and plus sending it overseas would add another tenner to the price of the delivery. So it's not really viable. It does mean in the subscription world you can keep a very simple single price mechanism, doesn't it, if you're only shipping in it, one jurisdiction? Yeah, the the benefits of just being in the UK far outweigh the few orders you might get from overseas. And we do, I mean, someone on Instagram today complained that they can't get it in France, a UK, you know, an expat. Mm. But, um, uh, but uh, you know, what can we do? Exactly. It's it's one of those decisions which I think every e-commerce business comes up against. It's like, well, should we start doing it to France because somebody wants it in France? Do we make an exception or do we stick to our guns and keep the business simple? Which I think for you, because you've got that clear kind of criteria for the business, that clear starting mission for the business as such, because it's got to mm. work so as Harvey can can look after it whilst he's at uni doing what are far more important things than uh, than picking and packing coffee orders. It's got to get to that point, which means simplicity in the systems. And you've got this pretty clear target. I suppose it, that must make it an awful lot easier to make the decision of, sorry, that, expat in yeah. France, it's not Actually, happening. That's a good that's a good way of putting it, um, it, because in this modern era, we have too much choice. There's, there's mm. too many distractions, too many choices. But to, to have those choices almost made for you is helpful. I mean, I would say... If, if you were in the same position, concentrate on your home market because 
we really do not know how other countries buy. Certain countries in, a, in Europe don't even buy via credit cards. Um, and they buy, is it Germany and Holland? Yeah. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. So we wouldn't know, but they're just little nuances. Just learn. And, you know, there's 50, 60 million people here um in in our country there's plenty of people to sell to here just get on with that and once all those are customers then move somewhere else and your your subscription product itself is it a weekly a monthly how often do they get it so we uh it's a monthly one and unlike most uh, so many people have heard of loot crate and birch box and bark box and all these famous subscription things and and they might even be members of say craft gin club and all things like that but then they get uh, everybody gets the same box at the same time every month with those hours uh if, if you join on the fifth of the month you will get a uh, a monthly box of coffee on the fifth of the month and and you can make choices and preferences for your specific needs and whether you want it whole bean ground and if you want it ground how do you want it ground what sort of gadget have you got and all that kind of stuff so um so it is a monthly thing we did actually think we were going to offer people a weekly or something like that but it seems that our box is more of a, a sort of treat rather than your everyday coffee it's uh, it, it's like um it's like you might use hotel chocolat you know but but still have bars of cabris tucked in the back of the cupboard for everyday needs <laughs> <laughs> so um, how, why did you decide to go for a dispatch all throughout the month because i know a lot of people who run subscription businesses find the simplicity of the single dispatch day whilst it is a bit of a bit of a, a manpower challenge that makes things very straightforward for them systems wise so why have you decided to go and spread your dispatch out throughout the month well first of all remember i said i read that article and they explained about how they built the business and how then it started to not succeed and they changed the model they started with the monthly sort of surprise box where so they found that once they started giving people choices and allowing people to order almost as and when they needed um so if they wanted it twice a month or whatever then then they found that people uh, retention of customers was much higher and so i think with the surprise package the monthly one is you probably people probably do it for two or three months and then they kind of get bored and move on Mm -hmm. to the next thing uh and for suppliers um can you imagine how many people are trying to start up a coffee subscription company contact all (laughs) the suppliers and said can we have all the deliveries by the 15th and all this kind of stuff yeah. it's so so being doing it differently gave us because funny enough the suppliers i mean when i speak to suppliers they some say oh you're like the fifth one who's phoned us today about that <laughs> which i don't think is quite right but <laughs> but that's how they feel yeah and uh and we have to we can say oh no no we're not like we're not like them <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's partly a way of getting in with your suppliers which of course is very important yeah, yeah it, it's that is uh, something I've learned over the years that suppliers are not, uh, you know, they're part of the team. Suppliers are important and having good relationships with suppliers, having suppliers that actually want to supply you is quite a big help. And, and some, most of our suppliers are little, are small businesses. They don't have, you know, you might think, well, surely they want every customer they can get, but they are busy people. And quite often it seems that they don't. 
So it's it's like yeah. e-commerce, isn't it? It's like if you're normally doing two orders a day and suddenly you get a hundred a day, that's yeah. a bigger problem than it is a bonus. Yeah. So you, we have to work carefully to coax our suppliers. Uh, they they all seem fine once they've dealt with us, but but you'll be surprised how many have said no. Uh, we don't want to supply you. Um, and, and quite often because of the way they are. In, uh, we're dealing with um, a little sort of artisan craft area of coffee. Mm. And some have sort of certain standards and they say, oh, no, we only want it in our packaging. We spend a lot of time and, and all that kind of stuff. So we respect that. But that's a bit of a surprise to me. It's, it's interesting because it was, um, gosh, maybe about five or six years ago, I was working with a couple of different businesses who were, entering the baby product space, which was kind of seemed to be de rigueur back then. Everyone you met was starting a baby product business. They've been on maternity leave and come up with this great idea for a baby product business. But it was it was it was interesting because the suppliers of baby products, almost every single one of them would refuse to supply you if you didn't have a physical presence. Oh yeah. Which I think yeah. was was equally uh, you know, we don't do subscription, we don't do online only because you know, they just got burnt by so many people who had all these amazing plans, but actually only ever shipped one unit or something. When so. when I started Fire Protection Online, um, I'd, I'd been quite respected in the fire safety business. I'd been in on um, trade association committees and knew all the owners. Mm. And most of the companies w- didn't want to supply an internet company. Imagine that. This is back in 2000. Even though they personally knew also. you. Yep. And, um, wow. and even though they were going to be paid up front, they did, they, the common thing was, mm, we don't really want to supply an internet company. And of course, now they wish they had. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite. Okay, uh, let's carry on just going through the, the key things about the business. Which platform did you pick to do uh, your selling from? Crate Joy. Now, a lot of people won't know it, but in the subscription world, it's I would describe it as like a WordPress for subscription companies. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a well, it's a it's, it's a good business. It's growing and it's funded and it's going to grow. There are some others like Subly, is it? And and a lot of people will use a combination of WordPress and WooCommerce, which I, I don't know what your feelings are, but I wouldn't yeah. recommend and. Uh, uh, or Shopify and and a couple, there's a couple of key plugins for Shopify that will make it subscription, aren't there? I think yeah, not that but, of the names but, of any of them. But. Well, the thing is, see, for me, someone who's run, uh, so I I see people talking on Facebook groups about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and everyone seems to be just looking for the cheapest option. And I think, oh gosh, are you, do you want to run a business or not, or a yeah. hobby? And for me, the platform has to be designed to do what you want it to do. The subscription subscription business is quite complicated i mean i i assumed initially we we're going to have a have it programmed and once i'd written out a list of everything that i wanted <laughs> it to do which is obviously based on what everyone else does and you want it yeah. all uh, i just guessed blimey i thought that's going to be uh, upwards of 10 grand that's not going to be cheap <laughs> and, and then when it breaks yeah and then when etc etc so mm. uh, so i was amazed when crate joy is, is just there but crate joy if you if you go to crate joy initially it's not even obvious that they actually have a platform underneath so and, and it, it looks it, like it's from the homepage, and, it's very much kind of a marketplace for subscription options exactly when you um, first get there they seem to set it up for the consumer side rather than their actual customer 
yeah it, it's it's almost shocking that they would sort of hide that under there but it's a it's a full-on thing and it's ever so good we it's fingers crossed it's not broken yet and their support is great so i'm and and the other thing we um oh what a we pay it's, it's like 49 dollars a month uh, as a, a hosted solution which uh, some people might think oh gosh that's a lot but i don't <laughs> yeah but it's, it's so, like it's the the true cost effectiveness of those platforms i think and you know i put shopify in there as well and, and you know which which is why i think you go for those and not woocommerce is it's hosted so you don't have yeah. any of the hosting issues with you know volume or security or any of that it's all done for you you've got um you know, the, the tech just rolls out. You don't have to worry about updates because they're doing it for you. You don't have to go through a big, you know, uh, scoping process because you're buying off the shelf. So, you know, that's what it does. Okay, I'll live yeah. without those two things I thought would be, I really wanted, but actually if they've not built them into the standard product, they're probably not as important as I thought they were. And if they turn out to be important, we can deal with that later. But it, it I think they they look after so much stuff for you that otherwise would be your problem. And they also f- force you to go and focus on something other than tweak, tweak, tweak on your website. That's that's exactly right. The You have got plenty to do. To get one job off oh, yeah. your plate is fantastic. And and if you do have a custom program because you're a bit OCD and you think you know better than everyone else out there who's, who's uh, thought of these things, then... Um, despite you've never done this before that type of thing um then once firefox for instance updates its browser and your thing and your website does not work yeah. uh then um and then you get it fixed for that and then chrome updates and it doesn't work in chrome etc etc all all these things are being done because they've got a whole business that depends on it um and and lots of people in the background so so i strongly recommend people uh stick to what you know uh, just get it done in the old days i mean our our e-commerce platform still works on a downloaded um uh xcart that we have hosted and uh and we're although we use their tech support we're kind of responsible for if that's at fire um, protection online mm, and um and it works it's, it's great but we don't have any tech stuff we have to make hope that it's all going to work with with this one we're packing coffee <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know we're not doing we're not building websites. So um, you said we're packing coffees. Um, we know there's you and Harvey in the team. Is there have you got anyone else in the team? Anything you've outsourced? Um, and how are you dividing the labour between the two of you? It's uh, it at the moment. It's just us. Just us. This is this really is the old like the old days. This is um, uh, yeah. This is dining room um, table covered in coffee. <laughs> this <laughs> and all e- the rest of it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's but. It's uh, smells nice, but um, it is it is just us. And the funny thing is, uh, Harvey and his I, I don't know if I've I've been conned, but um, or just naive naivety of a teenager. <laughs> but um, uh, but I think he thinks so. Harvey packs the coffee, and I think his job is to pack coffee, and my my job is to do the other bit, <laughs> the, the other bit of the business. So uh, so I, that seems to be how it goes. Um, and, uh, uh, but so for, so I will outsource what we can. So fortunately, so for instance, our, our books, uh, the accounts are, I have a bookkeeper at Fire Protection Online. So, uh, I have that and, and an accountant and so on. Um, 
And but for all the little bits and pieces that we want doing, all those little extra bits that are online, mm-hmm. we, we use Fiverr. Fiverr, I can't believe if there's anyone out there who hasn't used Fiverr yet, you're not trying. Um, we can get pretty much anything done on Fiverr. And all the things that you could probably do yourself, but mm. for, for what, three and a half quid? Come on, just get on with the work. So what bits so, and pieces, have you got a couple of examples of things that might surprise our audience that you could get done on Fiverr? Um, well, for example, we want, uh, so we get coffees in and we have each month, we have three suppliers. Each supplier gives us three different coffees and, um, and a range of decafs. And when, and of our customers, we have customers who prefer a darker roast, ones who prefer a lighter roast, some prefer medium, some say, knock yourself out and you select it. Mm-hmm. And we have to divide what we have left equally between all the orders. And, and when you sat there with a piece of paper <laughs> and, and done that a few times, you think, hmm. so, um, so I suddenly thought it, a, a lot of people might not realize that Microsoft Excel and, and Word as well can be programmed by people who know what they're doing. And in um, Excel, it's called macros. So on Fiverr, uh, I got somebody to, I wrote out what we wanted to do. To do. So mm-hmm. if we put in the, the amount of coffee, it would say, um, you've got enough to do this many of that and, and it divides it up and tells us how to uh, pack it all um so and it literally other... just allocates it to the customers based on their preferences yep so we export nice. from our um program in a csv mm-hmm. and open that csv in this little macro and it just divides it all and it prints little delivery like a little packing note for everybody um which we just print off as a pdf cut up and um and and all that and that was done on fiverr by uh, just a macro guy uh, that's and that's full-on programming i mean what would you have to use to get that done and the price of that was literally the oh fiber. sorry that cost uh, no oh, that cost more, more than five because that but uh, i think uh i think 50 dollars i i mean honestly wow and that's 30 that, odd quid that's paid back in time the first time you used it hasn't it that's brilliant and and um a couple of times we thought it had broken and got hold of the guy uh, like a month after it's done, mm. sent him a message on Fiverr. He's had a look and said, "No, you're just using it wrong." Yeah, you <laughs> put is, a comma in the is, wrong place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but but you think you know for that kind of money they're going to say, "Oh, give me a break." Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm not helping you. But um, these are normal people, and it, it's great. And we also have um, all these coffees. Uh, they will have different label. We have a, mm-hmm. uh, a really expensive label printing machine, so we print them ourselves. And so all the labels are redesigned on our template. And we also have these note cards that give you the, you know, all the details about oh, each right. coffee. Yeah. Um, so we have those designed, again, in a template style. Harvey writes out the notes in this little template, sends them off to a guy, um, and he, same bloke every month, he does them all in two days, and we get charged, I think, like $10 for each coffee ends up with three labels and a note card and all those note cards little a6 things we have them put eight of them on an a3 sheet and then we get get them delivered and we cut them up rather than getting little miles cheaper than getting little a6 ones done so uh uh, and we so we have eight on an a3 and four on a4 and we cut them up with one of those cutting things nice so so it's always of getting things done but again that's like ten dollars which you could go oh yeah i could get i could do that in um you know you get a a photoshop template done i could copy and paste it all myself but those things you know if you're not fully linguistic in 
you know, lingoed up in yeah. Photoshop. They're a nightmare. And, it, you know, even doing the copying and pasting is going to cost you more than 10 minutes. So take you more than 10 minutes. Imagine the so person why... doing it is using Photoshop and uh, and it takes them a couple of days. Should Should we really be sitting there doing that i think this is one of the other things i would say people need to learn is how much your time is even if you're quite comfortable doing that should you really be doing that and the thing is if you build these systems in from day one then it's very easy to scale you know if you if you go from as i said earlier you know two 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 orders a day to a hundred orders a day a lot of that isn't isn't going to be a crisis point because you've already outsource certain things that will scale without it taking you any extra effort that just mm. happens uh, which and, then and means you system. can worry about the important bits yeah and it, it's a system as well so those things that we have done at the same time every month uh it doesn't matter how big we are and someone else could do that so that's the thing it's it's and and when i say systemized i mean i'm into systems and so on but i don't even look at it as oh let's build some systems for this <laughs> this is let's do it yeah. and it is a system because we let, do it the same every time let's find a better way to do this yeah and so you don't have to think of creating systems you actually just do the doing and then make it easy uh, and then you think oh i've got a system so uh, <laughs> it's it's but it's amazing what you can get done so if you saw uh, customers would be very surprised if I said, yes, just us. <laughs> so um, four months in, mm-hmm. just about to hit the 100th customer, with all your experience of e-commerce, what has surprised you in either a good way or a bad way about starting from kind of ground zero again? Um, one is it's, it's, yes, good and bad. It's nice to be, nice to be um, forced to remember how hard it is and <laughs> at the start but it's but it's also good to it, it reminds me that that i've in my fire safety business i've i've done everything i've built it up and done everything and then got other people to do it for me so i know how it all works i really mm-hmm. thoroughly know how my business works i come across a lot of people who don't understand how parts of their business work and i just think oh gosh how, how have you got this far so yeah. so that's good but the but the thing that surprised me, I've never really dealt with what we call consumers before. My, <clears throat> See, when you buy fire safety stuff, you're forced to buy it. You don't buy it because you want to. You buy it because someone makes you buy it. And uh, so so we, we struggle to get feedback from people and social media doesn't really work on that. But now I'm dealing with people who, who actually tell us what they think and and the excitement from customers who really get the experience is really good. The, the ones who, who, whose opinion of it is like I was hoping it to be. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that is one of the things that's nice is to get the feedback. Uh, we also reply. So if people cancel, uh, we, there's a little form inbuilt in CrateJoy that asks them why they cancel. And some people might say they don't drink that much coffee or, um, or you know, they like it, but, but Lavazza is three quid in the supermarket and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and we reply to those and say, thank you. It's uh, good to know. And, and, and if someone has a moan about something, we'll also reply to that. Uh, but fortunately, we don't get many moans. But but we reply to people, and it's nice that we can have conversations with people, which is quite difficult in the B two B space. So oh. I like that. 
And uh, for anyone out there who's thinking about diving into subscription, either as an alternative version of their existing business or something brand new, have you got a couple of tips for them? Um, yes, it, it's it's sounds really cool and really easy <laughs> uh, because uh, I mean you've been online for ages, so you've probably heard that it's great to have a membership site. So subscription is like membership, and because you get recurring revenue, you just get them once. However, um, though you have to keep those people interested, and you can't be complacent. So I think. It's a good idea for your business, not not necessarily for the whole business, but if you're going to do it, you really, really need to understand it's ever so hard, miles harder than I thought. Uh, I mean, if I'd have known what I know now, I'd have mm. had a, you know, I'd have <laughs> thought differently. But um, uh, you remember I said before we started, I was at that conference in America. Yeah. Um, the number of people on stage who talked about different business models who then mentioned the subscription one and said, which is one of the hardest. And I thought, oh, tell me that now. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And I, I thought, really? Blimey. But um, uh, so it's good. The rewards are good. There is probably an area of, of your business. Uh, if you look at HP Inc., you know, anyone's got an HP mm-hmm. thing who's been slaughtered by online ink refilling things, they've done a subscription to getting inks. So there is a way of of creating a subscription for everything, but just make sure that your business can support it while it builds. And um, before we go into the top tips, Ryan, I've got one last question for you, which is um, what's on your radar, your to-do list for growing the business in 2018? Okay. the um, Our main uh, our main thing is uh, in subscription business, same with a lot of businesses, you have two options of marketing. One is to get other people's money, um, you know, Kickstarter, uh, VCs, et cetera, private equity, and spend their money uh, mm-hmm. going out there to marketing, market it, or if you haven't got any, to make the most of, of the free ones. So our efforts are getting our products in the hands of influencers. Now, we currently hear a lot about influencer marketing. Um, and uh, I don't know about your inbox, Chloe, but mine gets every day saying, hey, I get you. You probably get a lot of these, so mm-hmm. I won't take long. <laughs> you yeah. Know, oh, and, yeah. And followed up by the next one. Just checking in. Did you get my yesterday? You know, all those. Yeah. So um, uh, that's not influencer marketing people. And just contacting YouTubers and, and Instagram <laughs> people. The real influencers are journalists and editors of magazines. So people who have a following a real genuine following. If you can get your products in their hands and they can publicize it, then that's golden. And so that is what we are doing. We are working out who who gets the best response when we give them freebies, if they actually will write anything about it, what type of people, uh, you know, we, we tell them to give them a particular coupon code and then measure to see what kind of response we get from that. Uh, so this coming few months, we're working on studying that and trying to learn where to where our efforts are best used in um, marketing. Excellent. Well, in that case, it's time for the top tips round. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, John, first up, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? 
Well, given the number out there, and ones I've probably recommended before, as it's a subscription business we're talking about, it has to be John Warrillow's automatic customer. Uh, I think we both know John, don't we? We so, do. Yes, automatic customer is is just fantastic because it gives you more business. It's very readable. It gives you a mm. business aspect of running a subscription business and stuff you'd never know otherwise. And we've had John on the show, in fact. So you can go back and listen to that episode. It's it's like 101 or 99 or something like that. I'll put links for you, you guys, in the show notes if you want to have a listen to him talking about it with me. Uh, okay, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? The one I just mentioned that we're working on. So getting other people to recommend your products to their followers beats anything that you can do yourself. Because you going out there saying, hey, everybody, look at me. My stuff's great. My stuff's great is trumped by, oh, sorry to use that word, but uh, <laughs> is, is, uh, is beaten by, um, by people saying, hey, people, look at that person's products. I think it's wonderful. You should have a look. And so give out review products. Just think if, if, you're, if you're a hairdresser or a beautician, invite a, ju- a journalist to come and have a freebie. Don't think, oh, I can't send something to them. Bring them in, put them up in a hotel. Uh, you know, get, rev- get reviewers, proper reviewers. Excellent. Okay, the tool top tip there, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? For this, the one I'm going to recommend is a Gleam, um, as, which is a giveaway tool. Because again, there's loads, <laughs> there's so many tools I could recommend. But uh, for this, we've used Gleam it's I think it's $39 a month, but you do get a freebie month. And uh, we've used it to build our social media following rather than spamming it. Um, and again, just launch a giveaway or something. And in response, you know, to enter, they either follow you on Twitter or tweet something or visit your Facebook, do this, do that. And so Gleam, G-L-E-A-M. Excellent. Great. And uh, I think I seem to remember I wrote a blog about your use of that didn't i so i'll um i think you did so if you can get yeah yeah i'll put a link to that in the show notes too uh okay the startup top tip then if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business what would be your first tip for them oh gosh just the first one not the other 18 (laughs) yeah just the one (laughs) well um very simple treat this either decide if you're going to treat this as a business or a hobby uh, there are, I, in my years, I've met a lot of people and coached them. And a lot of people just seem that they're going to have a hobby. So that's fine. But a business, a real business needs a business plan. It needs to know the strengths and weaknesses. And shocker, it needs a bit of money invested at the start. Otherwise, you're going to struggle. You will, as in any business, online is no different. It's just a, just, just a platform. So Build it like you would build a real business. And if you're not sure how to do that, speak to someone at the bank, speak to your accountant, which you should have, or speak to someone you know that's built a real business. Um, And that would be my tip. Otherwise, you're just going to be struggling from day one because everything you hear online makes it look easy and nothing is easy. None of it ever, ever, ever was easy. No, it sorry. Isn't. Sorry, it is isn't. that sorry if, if people are thinking, what? But sorry. 
<laughs> I think I think that's really great advice. No one's ever ever said that before on the show about is it a business or is it a hobby and make that decision early on. I think that's excellent advice. Well, Masterplan World, you can find all those top tips and links to all the many things we just said we'd link to and everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast where you'll see a link to this show. John, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yes, it is very simply www.com bluecoffeebox.com and on social media we are on we are on twitter facebook and instagram and we are at blue coffee box on all of them and for the listeners if you're thinking might try that um if you use the coupon code em912 em as in e-commerce master plan you will get half price off your first blue coffee box which is uh nine quid off and not to be sniffed at you'll love it Marvellous. We love an offer. And um, and in January, coffee is always good news. So, um, oh, oh, yeah. So I, I should think you'll get some take up on that one. Um, but sadly, only for the UK listeners amongst you. Sorry, the rest of you. Um, OK, we'll add links to all of that and everything else we've been talking about in the show. Uh, notes even at masterplan world you can find it as i forget what i'm trying to say masterplan world you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or just go to the website click on the podcast tab or use the search box john thank you so much for being on the show again and yet again being so incredibly generous sharing your experience with us i wish you all the luck in the world for 2018 thank you yes uh yeah this is at the start of the year so Um, let's all do something worthwhile and all have a good year. Thank you very much, Chloe. So I hope you've enjoyed that show, talking to someone who really does know their stuff when it comes to e-commerce and selling products online and websites, dispatch, all the rest of it, and who's just on that journey of starting something new, not least starting something new, but starting something in the subscription space. So As John said, there's definitely a subscription model for most businesses, for most products. But the question is, are you ready for the hard work it's going to take to grow it? Because it is harder to recruit a subscription customer because they're going to be paying, they're signing up to pay again and again and again. And it's a lot of work to keep them. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode. The next episode in the 2018 growth series will be out on Thursday and we're going to be looking into the world of how to buy an e-commerce business and what the market is like right now with Justin Cook of Empire Flippers. It's well worth a listen as even if you're not in the market right now, it'll give you some great food for thought. Whilst you're waiting for that podcast, why not watch some of the great videos in the e-commerce master plan virtual summit? It's totally free and we added another four sessions a couple of weeks ago. Go on, have a watch. Just head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit to sign up. Have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.